Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. And again, it may not be a bad thing that's happening now, but it may not be something that is fruitful, something that is causing you to become greater. So he will usher you out a word. And if the ground of our heart, the fertile ground of our heart, if it is ready for the seed, well, that seed puts in the God's word is as a seed. He puts that seed in us and then it will produce. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now here is today's message. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another Thursday night right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. Thank you so very much for taking the time to share God's rich word with me. It is an honor and a privilege to be with you every Thursday night. And I just want to tell you guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your kind words and your comments. And those of you that have gone to the website and left us a, a little note there. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm telling you, just a little, little bit of encouragement goes a long way. So thank you guys so very, very much. And thank you for your prayers and your financial support. Thank you. Uh, because of people like you, partners like you, we're able to be here week after week and to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So I just want to remind everybody, you can go to our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can find today's message as well as the entire series. And there's so much more podcasts from other wonderful speakers, more videos, just a whole lot of stuff. So check out kingdomrock.org today. All right. Well, I'm ready to get into tonight's message. As you see, we're in a vineyard tonight. And tonight we'll be speaking from the subject of greater. The father is making you greater. And this is another way that we're going to overcome our fears. Understanding that our father, our heavenly father is in charge of your personal growth and development. And I can't wait and to, I can't wait to get into tonight's word with you. But first, of course, let's go ahead and talk to the father uh, in the short word of prayer. Father, we thank you so very much for tonight. Lord, we ask that you would speak tonight by your spirit and that you, Holy Spirit, would lead us into all truth and show us things to come. I pray that you would speak through my mouth and that you would think through my mind and, and that you would communicate to your people uh, what the word is tonight. I ask this in Jesus name. Amen. Awesome. All right, everybody. Well, we're going to do a little bit of reading tonight, a little bit of reading. We're going to go to John, the 15th chapter, and I'm going to read verses number one through 16, and then we'll go on from there. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the entire Bible. So again, thank you for letting me share this with you. All right. For allowing me to share this with you. All right, here we go. John 15 verses one through 16. And this is how it reads out of the King James Version. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Well, right away, I forgot to tell you, Jesus is speaking here. All right. So it's in red in most of your Bibles. Hallelujah. So let's let me start again. All right. Thank you, Father, for grace. All right. Here we go. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. In every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it that it may bring forth more fruit. 
Now you are clean or now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more, no more can ye except ye abide in me. Verse five. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing or ye can do nothing. If a man, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in ye, abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Oh, that's exciting. Verse eight. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciple. As the father have loved me, so have I loved you. Continue, continue ye in my love. If my rather verse 10, if ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love have no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends. If ye do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have. Uh, let me start again here. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my father. I have made known unto you. Verse 16. We're ending it here. Ye are not Oh, Lord, help. Verse 16. Let's start again. Verse 16 says, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordain you that ye should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of my of the father, whatsoever you shall ask of the father in my name, he may give it you. Awesome. All right. That was John, the first chapter, verses one through 16. So the Lord talks a lot about the the vine branch relationship and how the father is the husband. And we're going to get into that. But the main goal of father of our father is that you and I become greater, that we produce much fruit, that we become the best that we were meant to be, that we would operate under the most optimum conditions. This is how we're going to overcome fear, knowing that, again, that father, our father, God is in charge of your growth and development, and he's working with you every single day. So let's get into this. Let's go back to verse number one. This is so exciting. I don't know if we're going to get past verse one today, but we'll 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 try. Verse one says again, he says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. All right. Let's look at that for a moment. Jesus said, I am the true vine. Uh, the word true can also be translated genuine, 
I am the genuine vine. So you think about vine being the source of life for every branch. Life flows through the vine. Now, we already know what type of life is flowing through him because the Lord said, uh, as we just read, his love is flowing through the vine. His joy is flowing through the vine. So we should be experiencing as members of the body of Christ. We should be experiencing the love of Christ flowing through us because we are connected to the vine. You and I are branches. We are connected to the vine, to the very trunk of the tree, so to speak. And in that relationship, we should be experiencing the love of Christ daily. And remember, perfect love does. Yeah, you got it. Perfect love casts out fear. So let's just confess that right now. Let's say because I am connected to Christ, I receive the love of Christ. Glory to God. Let's do that with joy as well. Let's say because I am connected to Christ, I receive the love of Christ. Hallelujah. All right. So we're talking about um, every branch bringing forth fruit. And one of the and a part of the fruit that we can find really is the fruit of the spirit. What fruit is growing on us? The fruit of the spirit. And uh, that's in the book of Galatians. And what's the fruit of the spirit? Well, it has to do with love, joy, peace, uh, long suffering. Long suffering means patience. Uh, and you can tell it too. long suffering, long suffering. You're patient with somebody. Right. So, again, that's love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness. Then there's meekness meekness, temperance and faith. These are the fruit of the spirit. Uh, and, and really, we, we say nine fruit of the spirit. But really, there's only one. And that's love, uh, because in love, there is joy in love. There is peace in love. There is patience. Right. In love, there is gentleness. There is goodness in love. There is meekness in love. There is temperance and temperance uh, is self-control. Right. In love is faith. Faith works by love. So there's really only one and that's love. But love manifests itself in these nine uh, other uh, areas, so to speak. You got me. So he's saying here that the father is pleased when we bear much fruit. He is glorified when we bear much fruit and the fruit that he's speaking about here. I really believe the fruit that he's speaking about is love. Of course, we know that God is love. So when he manifests that fruit uh, out out of us, love grows on us and it overcomes fears that are that perfect love casts out fear. I oh, I love this. This is so wonderful. Excuse me. I had to take a little oh, a break right there. All right. So let's go back in this word. So Jesus says again, I am the true vine. The word true can also be interpreted once again as genuine. All right. Which means that there are others out there, too. And since Jesus is the true one, he's the genuine one. Then there's got to be a lot of fakes out there, a lot of fakes that claim to be the source of life. Right. A lot of fakes that claim to be the source of supply. When Jesus, he said again, I'm the true one. I'm the true source of life. I'm a true source of love. I'm a true source of joy, peace and everything. I am a true source. Now, let's look at some scripture as it relates to that, because I love that, too. I'm telling you, it makes me want to just shout. 
cute. Ooh. Yeah, anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> All right, let's look at Colossians. Colossians 1, verse 16 through 20. I, I mean, man, I've got the, I feel the joy of the Lord at this moment. I pray you do too. Hallelujah. Makes me want to jump and shout and hold your, ooh, I'm trying to contain myself. There's just so much joy up here right now. All right, let's get in here. Once again, Colossians, the first chapter. Let's look at verse 16 through 20. Again, out of the King James Version. And uh, let's see how it reads here. It says here, as this talks about Jesus, all right? So let's go, let's look. Remember we said that, or Jesus said that he is the true vine. He is the genuine vine, or he is the source of life, the true source of life, true source of nutrients. Remember, vine uh, gets nutrients and comes up and goes through the, the branches, right? The water that comes up goes through the branches. All right, so Jesus said he's the true source. Let's look at this, Colossians 1, verse 16 through 20. It says, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Good Lord. Oh, pray with me. <laughs> Verse 17. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Look at verse 18. And he is ahead of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him, I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. So Jesus is the source of all things. The father created all things through his word. Remember, Jesus is a spoken word. John 1 tells us that, right? He's the word of God that was made flesh. And the, the Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Well, God spoke that word and that word manifested. That word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as, all, as, all, as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the word. So the father begat all things or created all things through his word. Hallelujah. And so Jesus is the true source of all things. He is the true vine. Let's look at one more. Let's look at the book of Acts, Acts 17. Acts 17. Let's look at verse number 28. And this is how it reads here. I love this as well. My goodness, this is so good. He says, for in him, that is in Christ, in Jesus, in him we, we live and move and have our being. As certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. So in Christ, we live, we move and we have our being. He is Jesus is indeed the true source of life. He's a true source of hope, peace, everything. He is a true source. And remember, the Lord even identified himself in Psalm was that Psalm 23. He said, I'm the shepherd. He said, uh, uh, the, the Lord is my shepherd and you shall not want. What, what does that mean? He is a source. He provides for us. He takes care of us. 
He leads us and he and he directs us. He he takes us to green pastures. He we drink beside the still waters. I mean, it's about Jesus, man. And it's awesome. Hallelujah. And it's the father that released Jesus, that released Christ into the earth to be our savior, because in him all things consist. He is the true vine. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're just in verse number one. Let's look at verse number one again. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this. And my goodness, my time is just about gone. Mm. We're going to have to take this up on next week. So don't worry. We're going to take it up on next week. Let's look at this again. Verse number one. He says, I am the true vine. Jesus identifying himself. And look, he also identifies the role of father, the role of our father. He says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Now, the husbandman there also means vine dresser, which is another reason that we're in this vineyard right now. The father is our vine dresser or husbandman or gardener. Right now, the vine dresser has three specific responsibilities and you can Google this if you like. But there are three um, primary responsibilities of the vine dresser. Since Jesus is giving a natural example to illustrate uh, a spiritual truth. OK, so Jesus said, this is how the father is going to relate to you and I. There are three responsibilities of a vine dresser. One, his responsibility is to prune, to prune. We're going to look at that. And uh, Two, his responsibility is to train. So he prunes the vine rather the branch. He prunes the branch. And then he trains the branch. And then the third, uh, a vine dresser is a cultivator, cultivator. We're going to look at that, too. So for the brief time that we have, let's just go with those because we always want to keep these short. All right, let's look at that. Let's look at the, the father's role <clears throat> in light of what we just talked about. Number one, he's, he, his responsibility is to prune. Now, what is he doing? He is simply cutting away uh, dead parts of us. Now, from time to time, when you when we're here uh, and, and, and at the vineyard, uh, the vine dresser comes out. And what does he do? Well, what he does is that he cuts away the dead parts. He cuts away the the dead parts of, of the vine. Right. He cuts away those dead things. Uh, there are dead limbs that are growing off of it. And he identifies it. Remember, it's his job, the vine dresser. It is his job to inspect the vine. And most vine dressers, uh, they inspect every uh, every branch, should I say. They inspect the branches every single day for new growth. All right. So if he comes along, if he is inspecting, he's, if he's inspecting the branch, inspecting our lives, and if he finds something that is dead, that is growing off of us, he will cut that away. Why? Why does he do that? So that we may become more fruitful. There's a lot of dead stuff that has a tendency to grow on us or around us. So the father says, I'm looking at your life and I am looking over your life and I am searching for things that are dead, things that are no longer working. And he said, I'm going to cut those things away and cut them out of your life so that you can be more fruitful, so that you can be more productive. Because we have a tendency, even as it relates to relationships, 
to hold on to some dead things, some dead relationships that are sucking life out of us, that are that are draining life out of us. Uh, even some activities that that may not be bad in nature. They're not sinful in nature, but it's not really adding to you. It's really just sucking the life out of you. We can say there can be some uh, vampiric uh, relationships that are sucking or draining the life out of you. Well, the father says, I will cut those things away out of your life. So here again, we have to acknowledge father as our vine dresser. Now, how will the father do that? How will he take his shears and cut those things out of your life? Well, the word is very true and it's very specific. Jesus said, now you are clean through the word I've spoken unto you. So father will prune your life, will cut away dead things from your life through his spoken word, through his word. All right. So the father gives you a word and that word may be, hey, that relationship is no good for you. Or he may tell you, hey, it's not my will that you engage in premarital sex. Hey, this is not my will for your life. And again, it may not be a bad thing that's happening now, but it may not be something that is fruitful, something that is causing you to become greater. So he will usher you out a word. And if the ground of our heart, the fertile ground of our heart, if it is ready for the seed, well, that seed puts in God's word is as a seed. He puts that seed in us and then it will produce. Uh, let's let's do this here. And then we've got to close out. Oh, yeah. Here. If when he plants that seed, that tree grows up just like that. Right. And it's going to produce fruit. That's wonderful. That's how it should be. He plants a seed and then it grows uh, to fulfillment. All right. Now let's take that away. Praise the Lord. Now, if our heart is hard toward the seed of God's word, if it is hard, if we don't want to receive that, if that's we say, oh, I, I, that's not me right now. Well, then God will go into cultivating mode and he will begin to break up uh, the the hard hardness of your heart so that you may receive the seed because understand something, it is a seed that is life that will produce, ultimately produce the fruit that is needed in your life to make you greater. So there's a whole lot more. My goodness, our time is gone. Mm, it's a whole lot more I want to tell you about tonight, but we're going to have to do it on next time. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's go ahead and end off with a word of prayer right here. And let's receive Father as our vine dresser. Okay, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name for this time that you've given us. And Lord, I, I pray tonight that we will receive you as our vine dresser. You are the one who takes care of us. You're the one who cuts away dead things from our lives. So Father, we give you permission uh, to bring your word and convict us by your word that the deadness of our lives will be cut away completely, that we would fully receive uh, the life that is flowing through us fully receive the life of Christ, the love of Christ, the joy of Christ that is flowing through us because we need to produce fruit that others around us can eat so that they can also experience your goodness right here in this time. So, Lord, we do repent and we ask that you would come into our lives even in a greater way. And we allow you to make us greater. We love you tonight and I pray you bless our friends in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Well, our time is gone tonight, but we will be back with you on next week. And we're going to pick this back up uh, from John 15th chapter. Until the next time, remember that Jesus loves you. And so do we. 
Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. Oh, yes. And don't forget to join me this Sunday at 10 a.m. for part number four of the series Focus on Christ. Uh, I think you're really going to get a, a huge blessing out of it. So check it out. All right. Join us on podcast, Roku, YouTube, our website. All of it is there for you. We love you guys and we will see you on the next time. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.